welcome, welcome to another episode of Dr. Dallas Unleashed. I'm Dr. Dallas, Woo. and uh, we are here with Angelica. Hey, hey, hey. What's up? Let me hear it, everybody. Yeah. You hear okay. that applause, everybody? All the guys in the audience. That's right. Please Run keep us. your uh, underwear and your yeah. dirty, squirty you know stuff um and, and all the women who are throwing their bras at me oh. just just take them back um yeah that's the kind of fanfare we get around yeah. here right we people do. just that's what like we get. take their clothes off yeah. and throw I, them at us I, that's i mean on a regular every day yeah. apparently yeah. is that what happens yeah. when you walk into the club when i walk into the club when i walk into the office when i walk into my house you know everybody's just like Whoa, they just drop trowel just drop trowel yeah you know? It's uh, that's what happens. I yeah. walk into a room and it's a panty dropper. Yeah. 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 I don't have to say anything. They just, they just automatically they say, oh, do Dr. It. Dallas. And, and you then, know, oh, that's yeah. terrible. Of course not. We would never have anybody do that. It just shows you how famous Angelica's gotten that guys oh, yeah. now just literally throw themselves. For yeah, me, themselves. <laughs> I still have to, you know, you know, be a doctor and be professional and yeah. all that stuff. And it's part of the process for you. Now this uh, is like pure social media, baby. I don't social, have to be that professional doctor. Yeah. This is uh, personal and, and I'm having a good time on the weekend. <laughs> oh, so, but maybe. no, sorry. We're getting JK, out of JK, hand here. Everybody welcome. It's us. Hey, your favorite duo. <laughs> yes. And uh, it's after new Year's. It is, after it is new Year's. Uh, early January, January 5th, right? January 5th. And uh, yeah. it was different this new year's. It was different. You know, new year's was uh, in the midst of COVID. It wasn't kind of like New Year's of uh, of old, right. where you could get together with a ton of people and just exactly. blow it out. No, it um, we had to be a lot more careful. Yeah. Uh, and of course, with New Year's, though, the resolutions that we do, yeah. hopefully we're the same. People are still making those promises that, to right. themselves, to, to family members. Um, and we'll get into that in just a second. Right. But what, what was your New Year's like? How was it different from your previous New Year's? So well, Inquiring last, minds want to know, know uh, <laughs> about Angelica's New Year's. Well, my New Year's is usually popular off the freaking chain yeah. right? Yeah, and i is. know i'm the party when i walk in now that has not changed yes but <laughs> a little candle wax uh, candle wax on the nipples not <laughs> so much this year <laughs> absolutely not uh, but. Weird, weird science reference weird science reference um okay. anyways um the last couple of years we've gone out to like a club or a bar or something we've had like a, a table you know at the right. nightclubs are super packed new year's is always tough to get into people are right. paying like hundreds of dollars just to get in to hang out your favorite bar yeah. set at a table can for I, overpriced bottles can i ask you what's the entrance just the entrance fee to some of these clubs in downtown dallas to um, go to a new year's party in all honesty i don't know i've never had <laughs> to get of in. course not um, what would regular folk like little poor folk like me have to pay <laughs> to get into these clubs um, there are some po folk around here. Um, I would say it's probably like a hundred, couple hundred. Yes, bucks. I would say anywhere between a hundred yeah. to like three hundred. Uh, I'm not exactly Jeez. sure because I know in Chicago I did one year, I think like four years ago, we did have to pay a cover and it was like seventy five a piece. But we went to the weirdest bar and I will never uh, return to this bar ever again. It was just so weird. The vibe was weird. Okay. The people were weird. Uh, but um. The last two years, we did go to a uh, two different types of bars. Um, they're right in Uptown Dallas or like Deep Ellum area. Very popular. Yeah. Um, my friends had a table, you know, typical. So it's and always is really everybody doing the the social distancing now? Like you can't slam these these tables together. Well, right? I'm not sure. So this year we didn't do a um, table. We actually, well, I was here for most of the day. I was here till like 6:45 at night. So in all reality, I was just going to take a break and I was going to hang out at home and just kind of spend it. Originally, I had plans to literally hang out with my friend. We were going to get dinner, me and her, and then call it a night. Pop the champagne at noon. I mean, noon <laughs> midnight. <laughs> go to bed. 
let's get some cheeseburgers and hot dogs. I am hungry for lunch. <laughs> and oh my gosh, so that didn't end up happening. She actually went out. And she um, convinced me to come. We just went to a small get together, nothing crazy. Uh, yeah. One of my friends just had like kind of a watch party in a way. Okay. With alcohol. So like when you mean watch party, you're watching TV, like, the ball drop, they, yes, New York well, style. Yes. And we okay. actually didn't even have it on. They had it on originally, but yeah. by the time like I got there, it was already 11 o'clock at night, basically. Holy and shit. that's I when I late. was going to sleep. So you were going to bed yeah. when I decided to go to the party because right. I actually was tired and uh-huh. I wanted to stay in. My plans were literally to stay in and not go out. And they convinced me. So I took my time getting ready and yeah. I was trying to take as long as I could so I can literally show up to the party and dip out right was it, after. Was it FOMO? Fear of missing out? that you're like I just can't stay in I should go and Typically, I have really bad yeah. FOMO, but lately over the past like couple months, like I've been kind of like, just like, uh, you guys do yeah. whatever you want. I'm going to stay in. I have other things to worry about. I have, yeah. you know, um, work and I work what two jobs. So I'm always yeah. busy. I've got my dog. I've got things to actually look forward to. You not going two, out partying. You have two awesome jobs. I do. Have and this awesome job jobs. here. The yes. Other one. <laughs> I'm just joking. So. You ever heard that joke? No. I have two wonderful kids <laughs> and, then I have, and another kid. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's how this goes. Um, um, no. But yeah, you know, uh, th- that sounds very typical. People right. are typically used to, to go out and drink and, mm-hmm. but you know, talking to other people like yourself, there were still parties out there, although they yeah. were trying to keep it socially distant. Right. Um, people are still doing bottle services and, yeah. and that whole thing. I think so. But, um, you know, like, like I was saying, I, you know, we're married, we have kids. It's not like you could take right. a 10, seven year old out there, but I exactly. enjoy actually, especially you know, with everything being on TV, the kids could stay up till what eleven o'clock because in Dallas, midnight is going to be um, an hour ahead, right? An hour mm-hmm. ahead. So yeah. at eleven o'clock, they're able to see the ball drop in New York. And so when I said, "Hey, you, you guys want to stay up to see the ball drop?" they were like, "What do you mean the ball drop?" Uh, so it was kind of neat to show them. Well, it's the big ball in, right. in New York that kind of comes down and all the lights go out. So they got to see that for the first time. Something yeah. I think they'll remember right. uh, and understood. But, uh, you know, for me and, and Dr. Wynn, it was just, you know, we were kind of tired after 11. And exactly. once the boys went to bed, it wasn't anything too crazy. We didn't have any poppers. We didn't, no, yeah, um, we didn't either. We, we had a little bit, I think, um, no, no champagne this year. The one thing that we did, we opened some presents. So it was oh, kind of nice. like second okay. Christmas. And that's what we did. Wow. Uh, that's what we poor folk do when we don't have enough money to go out to the club. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Or, watch parties that uh, we heard of but uh yeah this year is just so much different um but with with everything going on people are still making resolutions and i would say and i'm going to ask you this question what do you think is the most popular just generic resolution that we probably hear everybody talk about i'm gonna lose weight i'm literally gonna lose weight new year new me i'm in there to get i'm gonna start going to the gym i'm gonna eat healthy i'm gonna focus on a new body i'm gonna set a goal to lose weight and like lose 20 pounds i yeah you hear it all the time you see the first two months at the gym blow up with people true actually really i feel like it's the first month and then once february march must be like skyrocketed yeah Yeah. and you know i do i do work at a fitness gym Mm -hmm. um i'm did you see we, those memberships go yeah, up? So yeah. So we actually have seen some increase. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Um, so like a lot of our classes are sold out right now. Yeah. Um, just because people are in the gym. It's January, February. You know those uh, memberships are going to boost. Yeah. But then people are going to be like, uh, you know. Yeah. And I think it's like you. T- it takes like 
30 days or like two weeks to become like a, a habit right. and then it's like a routine and it's like 30 days to become like a routine and then right. like 90 days to make it like part of your lifestyle something yeah. like that i don't remember the ag- exact yeah, i think days. you're right i've heard that too where yeah. it has to be done consecutively right. for i think you're right maybe 30 to 40 days to become a habit right um so it just becomes routine uh because if you're anything sooner than that it's really easy to break you yeah know? um so you're right if you're gonna go to the gym it's got to be consistent right you can't skip days you gotta like if you're gonna skip a day it has to be like you know it's your rest day and then eating healthy you know you can't just make a drastic chain right change up right off the bat like you have to start small and slow um like if you're somebody who's used to eating like five thousand calories you're not going to cut to one thousand and think that's okay no you'll feel terrible right actually yeah i mean Um, i know you could talk more on that but i think a lot of people think that with these big drastic changes they're obviously not going to stick with it and i think that's one of the biggest issues is people try and um cut so much in half or make a huge change that it's unrealistic for them and that's why i think goals get crushed in the first month or dropped and they don't stick to it yeah well my question to you would be you know you work out a fitness gym you work out but you too have the same. You would think your res, your New Year resolution would not include anything about diet, but in oh, fact, yeah. it's still Mine like is. one of your number one things. It's always number one. So, uh, was it just kind of eating poorly during the holidays and yeah. seeing a little change in the body, or of course. Uh, just say, "Hey, I got to kick it back into gear" type of yeah. thing? Yeah. So I looked at when I was leanest, which was probably a year ago. Yeah. And I want to get back to that. I think that I let myself go a little bit over the holidays. I think everybody yeah. does. You're going to enjoy Christmas and Thanksgiving food, and like even New Year. I think within those couple that one month of like just straight eating whatever the leftovers and you're going home and spending time with your family like you're not really concerned about like what you're eating and I always say to any of the members at my gym or anybody Mm -hmm. who's concentrated on eating healthy let your Christmas and your Thanksgiving eat whatever you want like do not worry about your macros your calories your proteins I think that you should be able to splurge on specific days And you can always make up for it in the gym later. Unfortunately for me, yeah. I didn't make up for it in the gym. I am now. I mean, yeah. I definitely want to concentrate that's on my your, diet. part of your job where you're exactly. working out quite a bit. So your big change yes. is probably going to be more in the kitchen. Right. As opposed to working out harder, more. That's well, already a part of your, yes, I think, routine. Daily routine, yeah. Yeah, you may not go every single day, but you're going a lot more than the average person. Right. So your changes are really going to happen in the kitchen. Exactly. And I think that's probably where most changes probably need to happen for everyday people as well. Like myself, you know, definitely. Um, I I love to go bike ride and that's probably part of my routine. I love using my Apple watch Yeah, and and I know that you and I kind of share our workouts and you can do that. That's a great buddy system. I have a few people that I, that I share my workouts at and you can kind of see, Oh, Angelica's working out and you know, Oh, I'm doing pretty good because I was doing liposuction today. Um, but if I can follow this and show that I'm doing my 30, 40, 45 minutes of exercise, so I'm bringing up my heart rate, that really helps. And I think that right. motivates me. And that's sort of the physicality of it. And then the kitchen part of it, I don't know, that's a real discipline yes. that um, you have to really work at. Because it's easy, Agreed. especially here in this office, when people yes. are bringing, Treats, right, Merry donuts. Christmas, Dr. Dallas. Yes, Merry Christmas, cookies. Angelica. Here's some co- butter, <laughs> pecan, powdered oh, sugar. amazing cookies. You know, I just want to like sniff it all the powdered sugar because it's so good it's hard to stay away from it so it takes a lot of discipline and um you know maybe the new year's resolution just kind of gives us a reminder but you're right just doing it consistently uh will make it a habit um i think for people when it comes to setting goals it has to be something realistic you're not going to set a goal like maybe your overall goal is 30 pounds yeah well your first month should be like three 
to five pounds is what you want to lose. And you have to do it over time. You're not going to stay on the scale every single day and be like, oh, because some days it's water weight, some days it's water retention. You could see that there, if you had salt in your food the night before, you're obviously going to weigh a little bit more the next day. Um, But I always think what I tell people is, Find a, a picture that's close to your body, just like mm-hmm. a wish picture. Yeah. And print it out and put it next to your computer, your desk, your bed, yeah. your phone. It could be the background. Um, and then just like track what you're doing. So track your meals, track yeah. your workouts, track your exercise. Now, if one day you're burning 500 calories and the next day you're burning 300. How do you track your calories? What do you use? So there's a couple different apps you can mm-hmm. use. There is um, MyFitnessPal. I think I have that you have one. that one? That's the, that's the Under Armour. I don't know if it's I have um I have Lose It is a very popular oh, one. Oh yeah. I have um, but it's just an app that if you're pretty good about, you know, when you eat, you plug it in. Yeah. And even if you went to McDonald's and had a, a number two, you it. could track that yeah. and put a cheeseburger, McDonald's, fries, large coke, it'll show you all the calories and that sort of thing. Yeah. And it, it kind of guilts you into thinking, Wow, you just had like six hundred bad calories as opposed to you could have had you know maybe uh, a chicken sandwich or chicken and rice with water Uh, I know that sounds kind of bland but you'll see these big differences and really understand what you're putting in your body so I think like you said tracking it is really important but I think even more important than that is if you're someone who just needs to lose a lot of weight it's the small changes yes we have someone here in the office who and I hear this a lot we may have talked about this they don't like to drink water so yeah. what do they do? They drink everything that's flavored, which usually means sugar or mm-hmm. NutraSweet. Pop, and so uh, a lot of Cokes and, and uh, Dr. Peppers, whatever right. it might be, lemonade. I mean, you think you're getting like a sweet tea from McDonald's and being okay because no. you're not having Coke? It is just as bad, if not worse. Yes, exactly. Because the amount of grams of sugar. So if you're one of those people, just kind of stop with all the flavored drinks and just stick with water. Yeah. It might be an adjustment, but you will see a drastic change, change. in your weight. Yes, yes you You'll will. You'll see a drastic, drastic change in your skin, your, your skin energy, and your energy. So, uh, and that kind of ties into something else too, because we talked about sort of in our, in our pre-show, you know, what to talk about, you know, fitness and exercise, but also about happiness. What, yeah. what about our well-being? And you can exercise and improve your well-being that way, too. So I 100% agree. You know, I think with last year, people probably had a lot of, you know, anxiety and things about Mm -hmm. worried about financial stuff, what's going on in the world. And, um, you know, uh, how do you do, what do you do to kind of make yourself feel better? Well, I think some of the things people talk about are maybe like meditate, that sort of thing. But exercise is one of the easiest things you can do. That is the main reason originally why I joined my gym was to decompress, to let stress go, to focus on myself. And I think that that's why I fell in love with it so much. And I don't think people realize that you literally can go there and just ignore everything for an hour or however long you go to the gym. Mine is 45 minute classes. It used to be an hour. So it used to be where I would just take that hour, focus on myself and just take all my anger, frustration, stress, anything out on my weights and right. out on how heavy I was lifting. And yeah. I think that was just like a huge, like weight off my shoulders every time, yeah. literally a weight off my shoulders yeah. when you would um, take the time for yourself in, in the gym. And I think that's really important. And yeah. I don't know if people will find that relationship like I did, yeah. but if you really focus on you and you know that you're getting better and you're worrying about right. what you're doing right now, instead of what's after or what just happened before, I think that the gym is a really good stress reliever for that. You know, when you exercise and you're, you know, you raise your heart rate, there are lots of studies I don't even need to, you could Google it, but um, serotonin is released into your system. Serotonin is one of your happy uh, hormones in your brain. When people take antidepressants, they actually take a type of medication that blocks 
usually serotonin. Um, so it sticks around in your system, in your brain longer. They're called serotonin reuptake inhibitors. And people who are on it will understand that. They're called SSRIs. But you can increase the amount of ser- serotonin circulating in your body just by right. exercising. And a lot of people, um, some people do it because they understand that's what's happening. Some people subconsciously don't don't know what's going on, but just know they feel better. Yeah. Um, I think that's why, you know, sometimes... Um, you know, you see some of these guys, I always see them on The Bachelor, these uh, douches, oh, yeah. that, you know, like uh, physical trainers yeah, who are just like so into themselves, but they are constantly like, you know, have, oh, you got it. they're like taking happy pills all yes. the time because they're working out. They right. feel really good about themselves. They're probably young, got a lot of testosterone. So this yeah. is like this, I feel good about myself. I'm looking good, but exactly. it's real that, that, that I feel good. I don't need to take you know, an antidepressant right. because I'm working out really well and, and I'm doing the best I can to help those happy hormones really circulate in my brain. And I think with this past year, like you said, mental health is really important. And, you know, if you're in the gym, you're working and you're focusing on yourself, you're doing your self-care. Now, I think that that will also help. Now, for this upcoming year, people were spending so much time at home. Your kids were home. Everything was virtual. And now, like, some people are back at work. Some people are back in school. I think this year, now you've learned what it's like to be at home and with all the challenges. Now, 2021, if you're back in the office, which I think a majority of people have been going back. I'm not yeah. sure with, like, what's going to happen in 2021. But if you are... I think that you can take time to realize that this year is going to be more about you, your self-care routine, where you need breaks, when you need to take time for yourself, you know, whether it's like you said, the gym or even like skincare routines or having a glass of wine once a week or going out with your girlfriends. You could find that time now instead of being so caught up in your kids and your kids homework and your work at home and, and everything that was happening before. I think that this next year. It's interesting, um, you know, because you talk about like, extroverts i think you're probably a very extroverted yeah. person you love to go out yes. and then you have introverts and mm-hmm. you know people who like to prefer to stay home and not go out um but when everybody had to stay in i think it it showed um extroverts very easy to tell like yeah they didn't like staying at home they need that social right. in- interaction but even someone who claims or is an introvert probably still felt very isolated. Like yeah. even introverts need to be with people every once in a while because humans by nature are very social animals. So even those of us, and I would say at times, you know, I kind of feel like an introvert. I don't want to be out there right. partying. But if you're home by yourself, you still at one point, some some part of the day, you, you want to go out and talk and, and just be with other people. You know, it's just that social nature that humans have. Right. So, um, yeah, I think uh, when we were all at home, that was some of the things that we really saw with even introverted people wanting to be social. So just in general, um, yeah, I, I don't think I'm glad I'm in a job where I can be at home or I can be here at work and meet people and talk right. to people because I can't imagine doing this virtually or always being on the phone with somebody uh, it would be too isolating yeah. you know so okay. uh year the 2021 is probably like the year of yeah i can work from home but do i want to and so maybe i'll just go to work you know maybe half the time and do it the other half virtually yeah. um so yeah i'm excited for 2021 Me too. you know we talked about you know happiness what are some other ways that you can improve your happiness besides working out like a machine like you do? What are the <laughs> things do you think you can do to improve you? You know, have you thought about anything like that? Like, <laughs> well, like a book? Or um, <laughs> a book? I was thinking, well, okay, so 
you know, another big thing I think to improve myself is saving money. Yeah. I think financially, I, uh, financial like security. Awesome. Yes. I think that, um, it's important to, um, start budgeting and actually really focus on like where you're spending your money and what you don't need and, and where, you know, that $2 bottle of water that you bought from the gas station. Well, every week or every other day you're, you're spending a lot of money. You don't realize like, okay, after you paid your rent, my student loans, my bills, my this and Mm -hmm. that, then I'm like, okay, well, how much do I have to spend for the whole month? on whatever it is yeah. and you're looking at those little tiny changes I think that this year I or like the I'm trying to budget and I want to focus on where my money goes yeah. and so you can track that and I've seen like different things through TikTok because TikTok is awesome when it comes to like I don't even everything yeah um somebody did a um challenge where they made a hundred envelopes okay. and they would randomly then shuffle them up. And then every week they would choose an envelope and you'd have to put like, Oh, let's say it was 76. So yeah. you number it one through a hundred and you pick it up and it's 76, you put $76 in that envelope. Okay. And that was that weekly one, one day it's two, one day it's 84, one day it's right. 56. So either way it's going to always change, but weekly you're going to start to do that and you'll save up. I think it's like $5,000 or something oh, wow. yeah. or, um, and that's like in a two months time or, yeah, Basically, three month time, you can literally make five thousand dollars, and that's just by saving. And yeah. there, you have an extra five thousand in your pocket. And I, I think, think that's, that's something that you know, like you said, because you're young, you have a lot of expenses. Right. As far as um, you know, loans, student loans yes. are still you know something Ugh. that you carry around. You know um, it. You currently rent, so that's right. a rent, and, and that's a little different than you know owning a place. So it's not a mortgage. Right. You're actually just paying uh, money that you don't essentially get back, but, um, but yeah. yeah, I think it's important for younger generation to kind of understand what budget is all yes. about because, uh, it's really easy to spend a lot. And when I was in that spot too, I didn't think about it that at all. You know, exactly. I just like, okay, well we're going to go out. So this is kind of what I needed. I wasn't thinking about the rent, you know, in a couple yeah. of weeks. Um, I've changed a lot of weight. Luckily I'm not someone who, I don't have a lot of expensive habits, yes, so I don't buy exactly. a lot of big things. Uh, and I tend to be more of a, maybe a stingier person when it comes to money. I don't really want to buy the most expensive that right. or not. So I'm kind of like a pack rabbit, but I would say that, um, you know, if I had some better habits when I was younger, who knows what I might've saved up even now. Yeah. Um, luckily I'm in a profession where, you do fine and, and I don't have big spending habits, so it's fine. We have stuff to, you know, for the boys right. and that sort of stuff. But I think uh, I definitely want to implement to Luke and Nico and then for you, those those habits that somehow don't get passed on unless right. you, I don't know, like you probably get that stuff from your parents, right? They're telling you to save and oh, do absolutely. that stuff. But I, I don't know. Do you? Is it something that just this year that you're kind of seeing like, hey, I need to start saving or what I about this year? Do you feel like, why do I need to start budgeting now? I realized last year I hit some all time lows, some really low, low points, especially when it came to financials. So okay. I um, decided that this year I'm really going to watch where I spend my money and make some changes. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, when I stopped coaching, that was my second job. And obviously with COVID, it kind of yeah. like set me back because I wasn't doing my private lessons right. anymore and I wasn't in the gym. So, um, and by coaching, I meant coaching cheerleading, but yeah. I did pick up training yeah. and I'm training. I'm on the schedule a couple times a week. So it's, it's uh, definitely balancing each other out. But at, for a point I wasn't having that extra small income, but that was making changes. Yeah. And, um, so this year, even if anything were to happen, if we were to ever shut down again mm-hmm. or the gym's closed or here closed, I want to make sure like I'm okay during that time frame. Like I don't have to worry about right. not making enough or having you have a to couple be- months, like yes. just in the bank, just in case, yeah. um, sort of like a disaster. 
disaster sort of emergency right. fund. Where I'm comfortable and yeah. I know I'll be okay to just pay off or wherever, yeah. like, I can live off of this. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. I, I don't really eat out much anyways. Um, so, but this time, I, I mean, I would every two weeks I'd have a girl's night and we do, like, yeah. a couple glasses of wine, call it a night. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to just stick to, like, maybe one every two weeks. And even on the weekends, like... Yeah. I mean, I bring my lunch every day, yeah. even if it's just a potato. Right, potato <laughs> you know. and ketchup with uh, salt. <laughs> but, you know, school loans is a big one. Yes, what, how much loans. do you pay a month or quarterly? What are you putting away? Um, every single month I pay a, a little over $1,600 okay. a month. All right, so, so that's a good amount. But I know, you know, we don't want to say how much it is, but is it affecting the principal or is it just the yeah. interest that's that's well? The interest is um, over five hundred, so I okay. pay over five hundred and just interest. So everything else goes to my loans, but I have about five or six out, and okay. um, I put a dent in them. That's good. <laughs> I but when you start paying the interest and the principal, you're actually shutting it down. Yes, you're actually so, bringing it overall down instead yeah. of just keeping it level. No, I pay towards the principal every okay. single time. Um, so I think. Yeah, 500, I know specifically goes to interest, so the rest is distributed mm-hmm. to the principal. And I have never missed a payment. Yeah. Even when COVID hit, I yeah. continue to pay those yeah. damn student loans. Yeah. Go to school, but <laughs> be ready for the loans. Yeah. Um, but I have put a dent. My dad and I actually calculated how much it actually paid off. I was in the hundreds, and now That's I'm good. like... In the seventies, you know. Okay. I'm bringing it down, baby. I'm. That, you're gonna I'm get living, there. Like I five, mean, six more years, maybe. But absolutely. Okay. But you know, there's a goal. You're doing it. And yeah. um, you know, if I have advice for anybody about, um, don't you know, go to school. Yeah. <laughs> just don't kidding. don't go to school. Don't become graduate. a doctor. Um, <laughs> just kidding. No, it's just um, live within your means. It's yes. probably the most probably the easiest thing to kind of uh, tell people, but really hardest for people to grasp. Because what does that mean? You know, you see so many people who buy, you know, let's say like a, a tag hewer watch or Rolex or they're right. driving a Porsche. Or a Mercedes. But the reason, yeah, but it's not like they could go and, you know, they're usually financing it somehow. So they're just right. paying the, like these little payments, yes, right, over exactly. like 10, 15 years. Living by your, li- living within your means means if you can afford a Honda Accord, you're able to just pay that off maybe within a couple of years. That's probably what you should get. Exactly. If you have to get like a Audi, you know, whatever, and it's going to take you 30 years to pay, that's not living within your means. Like right. who cares? You, well, maybe there are people who care, but it's not good for your financial health, you know, to, to be uh, uh, appearing to live like this lavish life, right. but you're like, um, what do you call it? You're, you're either house poor or car poor. Yeah. These things are making you very poor. And, um, there's no, uh, let's say there's a shutdown again or something. You, you don't have any money to keep paying those payments because right. you're living month to month, you know, living with your means is that you can almost purchase all that on your own without having to finance, you know, yeah. houses are probably the biggest things and no one expects you to have, let's say you buy a $300,000 house to have that liquid, but you should have a good amount. Right. You know, my thought is you should have over 50%. Yes. You, you shouldn't have like so um, $10,000 in the bank. And then you're asking for $290,000 loan. No, They're going to get you for 30 years. Yeah. And um, that's not living within your means. You may have to rent for a little while or right. get a house that's more in the, Eighty, seventy thousand dollar range. Yes, um, and, and, and that's better for your financial health because you know you're not doing anybody any good driving a, a Ferrari. Right, but I mean, um, <laughs> you know you're poor everywhere yeah. else. Yes, so uh, that's the, that sort of way of thinking. And unfortunately, we're trained as Americans to just be really out there and just you know, if the credit card company says we can do it, we're going to do it. Yeah, right? um, and 
you know, there are a lot of people out there who say you shouldn't ever have a credit card. It should be a debit card. And if you can't pay it off in whole, you don't, you don't do it. And, and yeah. some people have just given up on credit cards, which I think is, can probably help a lot of people who are having trouble financially. I know, you know that. What you're um, saying, you know, instead of having you, like thirty, forty thousand dollars on a credit card that you're yes. always paying just yeah, because. Absolutely. And, um, I think I heard something, if you can't afford it like two or three times, yeah. then don't buy it. Yeah. And so I think that's a lesson that a lot of people have learned, especially within the yeah. last year, because, you know, you're never at, you're never, you can't be too comfortable because yeah. things like this happen, a pandemic happens. And right. so for the following year, you want to learn how to budget and you want to learn yeah. how to save and you want to make sure you're in within your, your means of spending money. Right. And right. that's where I, another thing I really want to focus on this upcoming yeah. year. I agree. I think those are great uh, New Year's resolutions right. to talk about. You know, the classic one is the, the health and right. fitness. But we talked about how that ties right into your happiness, too, yes. by by exercising, feeling better and releasing those serotonins and letting right. those guys run amok in your in your brain. Yep. Getting that runner's high, yeah. you know, so to speak, that you were saying like you, you felt like you're releasing all this sort of yeah. frustration uh, because some people will eat their frustration. Yes. Uh, and, um, you know, you just found a, a really positive way to channel those things yeah. and people just need to reorientate what they do when they're under stress yeah and uh i think the financial part that's that was perfect i hadn't yeah. even thought about that oh yeah um because i think we had talked about this a while ago um it was a joe rogan podcast where someone asked him because he just made like 300 million dollars by moving well, to spotify for his podcast oh nice and uh, someone was asking like well how much money do you need to be to just be happy, right? Like how much money before you were just like so happy? And he goes, well, the $300 million, it, it didn't make me that much more happier. I was just like, okay, great. You know, like once you hit a certain point, you're just like 300, 400 million. Yeah. What, do I, what do I do with that? So he kind of distilled it into thinking, well, the happiness comes early on. So like, yeah. let's say I gave you a million bucks, you'd be like, your happiness would jump straight up exactly. because you'd be able to pay off bills. Or there's things you wouldn't have to worry about. Yeah. But if I kept giving millions of dollars at some point, it, it, the happiness would it's level like a, off. Yeah. It's like a stagnant line of like, so okay. It kind of came down to your happiness um, when it comes to money really plateaus when you don't have to worry about your bills anymore. When exactly. that's not a worry anymore. Yeah. Like you don't have to worry about like, when's my money coming in so I can pay this, this bill. When you don't have to worry about bills anymore uh, and car payments and house payments, that's usually where your your money, your plateau of your happiness is. So right. um, I think that's where, you know, it'd be great to get everybody to that point. But exactly. starting there is, is, is being financially smart and sound and not doing things that constantly make you poor, right? Mm -hmm. I see so many people, even my colleagues, other doctors who I know aren't have tons of money, but they go and buy these like huge houses. Right. And I know they're house poor because everything they, they ever made goes into that house. Yeah. For what reason? Right. They exactly. got two kids and they have six bedrooms in a massive, you know, like why? And I know the reason why it's because it's for other people to see how mm -hmm. well they're doing. Exactly. Um, and in really in reality, I don't think it really matters, you know? So anyways, um, those were good ones to talk they about, were right? Really good ones. Um, I, uh, I feel better already. Do you feel better? <laughs> I do. I think those are great New Year's resolutions. Yeah. I mean, at least for us to start, I think those are yeah. like some of the most common ones. And I think, you know, whatever your New Year's resolution is, start off small, make a change mm -hmm. that's 
um, adaptable to your lifestyle. You don't want to just make this drastic change. Um, obviously, if you're used to um, spending a lot of money and you you just completely cut everybody off yeah. or decide to cook in every night, you know, just make changes to yeah. where they're comfortable for you. They fit what you're doing. And then eventually yeah. you can further them out and yeah. make bigger changes as you go. But I always say start small. Yeah. Drink water, and, not yeah. Coke. Drink water, not Coke. Eat in more and yeah. cook lighter meals and yeah. hit the gym three times. Start off yeah. with three times and then eventually use, move to four you, and five. If you got an eye watch, use it. That's Just right. Do your yeah. Track minutes. your calories, yeah. you know, do 30 minutes a day. I'm going to ride my um, bike today. And I'm, I'm going to see go where you're at. Oh, you're going to work classes. out. So. My workout starts in five minutes. So. Okay. Well, thank you for uh, joining us, Angelica. That's for right. Another Thanks episode for of Dr. Dallas. It was good to talk about New Year's it resolutions. Was. Yeah. Um, you know, next week, uh, it's going to be a little further into the year. We'll check in and see yeah. how you're doing with yours, how yep. I'm doing with mine. Maybe we should put a, a scale in here and weigh ourselves. Oh, no. No, that'd no, be no, embarrassing. No. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. <laughs> and until next time, we'll see you guys. Peace out. Peace out, brothers.